Your legacy is licking bad and top sheets. All that and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. Merry New Year to you. I uh, realize that it's Happy New Year in this country, but Trading Places, is that the movie that has Merry New Year, Eddie Murphy? Merry New Year! Fucking love that movie. One dollar, our usual bet. One dollar. I watched it once and I was like, okay, I've watched it. Ha ha. And then I don't care about it. And everyone has their Trading Places locked in the lexicon. They love it. You Everyone don't? loves it. No, I, I don't care about it. I thought it was fine, and then I moved on. Actually, I thought it was kind of like mm-hmm. mid, and then I moved on. So when it's on and everyone else is demanding that we watch it, I'll watch it. But i got to be honest with you. I feel the same way about – hold on to your tits. Well, this would be easy for you. I feel the same way about Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I kind of don't care about it. I don't need to see it again. I've seen it enough, and it was like I, I, Home Alone. I don't need to see Home Alone again. Like, these are bad references for you. Pick a movie that's not, like, focused in Christian culture. Like, because those are Christian culture movies. Home Alone. If you want to talk about if you want to talk about Christian culture, it's a family that abandons their son. Okay. Welcome to Christian culture. I'm just saying. I'm going to freeze you movies- right there. I'm going to stop you, mainly because my internet. You're sketchy. back on trading spaces. I'm okay. going. Well, no. You brought me to Christmas. Whoa. Amy. I'm. Ma'am. I'm done with Hallmark Christmas movies because I can write them better and they are literally all the same. Stop. You don't have to do it in August either for me. I'm good. Two, and I... I, I think you're lying. Well, because I like a good Hallmark movie. <laughs> and also because you like to lie. Next. Oh, if I lie, you steal. Uh, I do. <laughs> I do. Oh, you don't, you don't like lying? I don't like stealing. I, I don't like lying steal. or... Stop. I can't say stop the steal because that's already been fucking held on to by people that are questionable so i'm now i'm gonna say um me no me no takey me no takey yeah i think that's that's not good either not i'll work on it i'll work on it let's talk about things that have been (laughs) appropriated in a way like stop the steal like right you can't say that i feel like the american flag is was used to be a sign of patriotism and and now even the word patriot makes my skin crawl like there's when? a lot of things we can't do that are used to we be can't just do anymore, normal. and they've turned into a whole. I mean, used to be able to, you could make an okay sign. Now you can't do that anymore because isn't that some of those the white power people? Which guess what? They're just just stop it. There is no you got to stop. That's not right. <laughs> you got to stop. You got to stop it. <laughs> just we stop. Don't. Okay, so wait. As a Jew, I have questions. You went okay. on to try to rid us of Christmas movies. Christmas. I was. Call- <laughs> I think I was calling it Christian culture. But yes, no. I, you were talking about trading spaces. Is Pla- that the name of places. It? Trading spaces is a home renovation show. I always confuse the two. Trading places. Yeah. I watched it. I saw it. I thought there was a line about bacon that was funny, and then that's kind of it, right? When they describe, they go through this whole big thing where the two rich guys describe pork bellies to Eddie Murphy and they're talking to him like he is a table leg. Like they're just talking to him <laughs> so stupid. And then at one point he goes like this. And he looks right at the camera. And I love it because it's fucking funny. Break the fourth wall. Okay, so that's all I remember about that movie. That's it. And then 
I don't care about it. But everybody, everyone in the world, when it comes on, yeah. the world has to fucking stop. You have to put down the items that are in your hands. You must sit down and watch this movie. And I'm not that person. Similarly, I'm not that person to the beloved, cherished, most heralded Christmas movies of all time. Because I'm kind of like, shut up. I've seen it. I don't think it's funny that these criminals break into a child's house who's been abandoned by his bullying family. Like, there's just so much wrong. And the pantsuits, it's too much for me. Uh, honestly, I want to know as a Jew, what is our responsibility come Christmas time? Because your Christian culture parades small, fearful children to an old man who smells slightly like Jack and Coke and to, to make a, a wish or request to ask for shit as opposed to the ones who are just sitting there demanding things on a list. But to sit on a strange man's lap and have that be part of the culture and to have him say he's a representative of a Santa Claus I know nothing about, whatever. I wasn't raised that way. However, I raised children telling them, you do not ruin Christmas for those who believe, right? That, sure, was, yeah. that was our sacred job. Nobody explained it to us as our sacred job, but our role is to facilitate, um, I'm getting right back to Trumpisms, the great lie, the great fucking lie. Like, what? The, steal the presents. Like, w- stop the steal. I, I, don't, I don't understand the culture of an imaginary creature that not everybody acknowledges. And our job now peripherally is to support a lie that you're all telling your children. Why? And I'm done. Why? And fuck that. Fuck that. I think you bear, I think you bear zero responsibility. Really? Cause I have a story for you. I really do. And if, if you're, I, I think that you collectively, the world, bears zero responsibility. I think the responsibility solely lies on the individual relationship unit that is creating this tradition. Because we even started out talking about this as like, I think I said it was Christian culture. It's not Christian culture. It's Santa culture. That's a very different thing. And it's taken on a life of its own. Christmas culture is not Christian culture. We're celebrating a birthday and many would even argue that it's a pagan ritual that was thoughtfully aligned with other rituals to try and bolster a dying religion. So it's all of this is kind of made up and convenient and marketing. It started out as religion marketing and now it's toy manufacturer marketing. So I'm not, I don't care about any of that stuff. All that I can tell you is there are traditions in my family in my Italian heritage family from multiple generations back that maybe don't make sense. And we don't look at them and pick them apart. We uphold them as a way of speaking the name of those that came before as a way of connecting to all the generations. We don't look at them as logical. We don't look at them as idiotic or, you know, touching or moving or it's, it's the continuation of the tradition of the ritual. That's important less than picking apart the logic. And I think that for a lot of families, that's what Santa and the idea of Santa is about for a faction of families and adults. It has become 
a mythic quest. And before you even tell me your story, because I may I may know a little bit about this story if it's yeah. one that involves your husband. It okay. does. It is. <laughs> I feel we I feel like we've covered that one. But I will tell you, here is a story you may not have heard. Yeah. I worked with a woman who loved the idea of Christmas. She was one of those. Started like in October because she was so Christmas centric. And when she had her own children, she really dove deep into the idea of telling them about Christmas. So she invented this story, and she was a slight little woman. She invented this story that she was one of Santa's elves, and that when you turned 12, right, you would learn whether you were an elf or not if you had the gene mutation. So she lied to her children this heavy, heavy, deep indoctrination, you're going to be one of Santa's elves. Like Harry Potter. Like you won't know until you turn 12. And she kept it going, and she kept it going, and she kept it going. And every year as they were getting older and older, she's like, I don't know what, because they were still, they would believe harder and harder every year because they had layered in this idea that I am not just benefiting from this, from this story, from this mythos. I am a part of it. Right. And when her daughter turned 12, she sat her down and said, all of it's not true. I made that up. You're not an elf. I'm not an elf. It's all like it was basically let's talk about your adoption story. Like it was just the strangest fucking like how what else could you do? Like I've constructed your whole childhood on this idea and reinforced it every year annually with a huge cultural wide celebration. Right. And her daughter didn't speak to her for a month. Did not speak. She to ripped her. that bandaid off and said, you nothing. <laughs> you nothing. And, well, for a while, for a while, uh, the woman's name is Leanne. For a while, Leanne was saying, like, I don't know how I can get out of this. Like, how can I convince her? Should I tell her that she just doesn't have the gene and it, it, it died? Sorry. Like, is that better? Or should I just tell her the truth? And everybody was like, you realize that she will be a functioning adult at some point And another human will tell it like she was going to try to get away with it. She was going to try to say, you're not really a witch. And then just wait for her daughter to be, what, like 31 and married and learning that your mom's fucked. So anyway, you're I just telling cannot, me so this the whole story yeah. like she's crazy um, for doing this. And you know what? I think you all are crazy for doing this. Um, there's I mean, even the tooth fairy who comes and delivers like how long before your but kids you know that? that's you. But you, but you did that. But you did that. I, Don't I tell did me that you for didn't a hot have a minute. tooth fairy in your house. Uh, we had a That's tooth fairy, but we didn't know it's not because kids are growing up with an elf on the shelf who's watching you. Like the whole thing is so yeah. fucking creepy and is so And intrusive. it doesn't have to be. And that, it, doesn't it doesn't have, have to be. be. Like it's really. And it's not. For most people, it's not. It's really not. And You're looking at some very vocal, yeah. very marketing visible. That's like saying everything that you see on TikTok is happening worldwide pervasively in every culture. It's not. This is something that a lot of people benefit from. The elf on the shelf people make money from this little tradition that the pickle in the tree people make glass blown pickles that they sell. The pig, the peppermint pig, everybody has their own little thing. There's an Italian witch. You get a little witch for the tree and that happens on some dumb There's day. There's Snoop in, on the stoop. Some of these Germanic cultures, there's like Krampus and I'm going to fuck you up at Christmas. Like all the, everybody has their weird thing that they do. And you know, I say, let's do it. But I also say, let's do them all and don't put too much stock. Like, pick the ones that work for you. Yeah. And then that's also, fine don't for build your, your identity around it. Well, yeah, that's fine that's- for your family. But I have to tell you, when you make your weirdities other people's responsibility not to tell your kids that this is bullshit. And for years, you know, my kids would say, 
is Santa real? And I would say, well, if you believe he is. And I played the fucking game for so long. My answer now is Santa real. No, he's an imaginary jackhole that people make up so they could make kids behave. Like, I'm so tired. Maybe I'm just a dick. Is that possible? Because I don't think it has anything to do with making kids behave. That's not even in it. Uh, Elf on the shelf. He's watching you. That's absolutely behave. Santa, he knows. That's bullshit. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. He watches you all year. There's a good list and a bad list. It's absolutely that's all about, that's all about created Krampus. to behave. That's absolutely. All about, that's in there. But I'll tell you, the part that is the reason to continue these things, you don't, you don't, that none of that stuff has any leverage. Every child, well, let's just, let's limit it to America. Every American child knows yeah, there are zero consequences for bad behavior. So it just doesn't matter. You you know what I mean? You're always it's you can always get the get out of jail free card. Every kid knows it. Your kids know it. There is no there's just a period. Your life is too I easy. I don't here. think little kids I agree with little that kids 100. Know but little, little kids, kids have are a, like, "Oh, I, kids, I need to behave because Santa's watching bullshit." Like I, and that shit lasts for about 8 seconds. You understand this. They la- it lasts as long as the next Oreo coming off the shelf. Just welcome welcome mm, to America. They're Oreo. like dogs. I mean, you you reinforce it with that, but the reason to do these things and frankly, the reason it's beloved and continued is not about the watching part. That's part of it. It's about the magic part. So this is Harry Potter culturally. It's about the magic. The elf moves. How did he move? He did it himself. So the kids are living in their imagination and their fantasy, and the parents are facilitating it in the same way that. But how you're did saying my, the this, magic. How did this tooth? How did this tooth become money? It happened through magic. It happened through magic. Yeah. So you can buy into at an age and a stage where these cultural traditions are about play, inventiveness, imagination tradition storytelling to a what little, end a little mystery to what end to the to the end of childhood it doesn't continue forever it really just doesn't why because they get in a car with my husband and he's like how old were you middle schooler when you realized christmas wasn't real or santa wasn't real i hate that story so much and it's so bad this sweet boy at 11 just eyes 12 well. yeah uh I honestly, I mean, we gave Stuart such shit for ruining this beautiful idea for this boy. But your hocus pocus in your house is not our responsibility to in to perpetuate. And I agree with that because here's perpetuate. Here's how I, That's it. Perpetuate both. Yeah. Both. Here's the thing. I never went too hard yeah. in the paint. On any of these things. Yeah. So that as they they transitioned out or it would soften and from year to year I would loosen it. Like there are some families who have huge traditions around the type of wrapping paper, the way the gifts are wrapped, where they're positioned, when you can open them. I mean, there's a lot of different layers. I love that. I think that's how you build this shit in. Like it's in some families, Santa doesn't wrap the gifts. So you come out (laughs) Christmas morning, there's wrapped gifts, and then there's all these brand new open batteries in working all the toys are displayed for you like a fantasy land other families santa has each child gets their own wrapping paper so you know who's like it's everybody has their own fucking thing so from house so already i'm saying this to you thoughtfully already it's not your responsibility yeah because santa doesn't do different traditions in different houses and still be the same santa like we're giving enough clues like if you don't get this already like in your house, he doesn't wrap the gifts. He always wraps them in mine. <laughs> I Gosh, guess I only thanks, get necessities. Right. We speak a different Santa language. Like it's just, we do them on Christmas Eve. 
you know, because he comes to my neighborhood First. on Christmas Eve, goes all around the world, and then goes to your house the next night because he doesn't understand efficiency. Like, I mean, there's a whole lot of, like, if so you just don't put logic to you don't think about it too hard. That's just the way it's going to be, right? In our house with my kids, I never yeah. went that hard. I never said, for 11 straight years, you're a part of this fantasy thing, so let's build it, build it, build it, and then I'm going to pop that balloon and crush your soul. Quite the opposite, right? I never even signed the gifts from Santa. I always signed the gifts from myself, from mom and dad, from mom and dad, from mom and dad, from dad and mom, from dad and mom. And then I would just put the single name of the child and I wouldn't put anything else. I'm like, who's this from? I would say, I don't know. And then they would open it. And that was the end of it, right? We never once visited a Santa in person. I've never taken my really? kids to see. You don't have once. a single picture of, of no, we discussed no. last week how amazing your family photos are. You would not dare put we, some I never I never did it I never bothered I sort of kind of didn't even want to double down in it because I kind of have this thing about being honest and it doesn't really feel great to I just I do I don't know why you look at me like I'm crazy <laughs> I don't like social media because I feel like it's one big way to lie Wild I have lie. never I have never liked it okay so any anytime I feel like there's some duplicitous shit going on especially with the kids I don't like it I don't like having to keep adult things from them for their own good because it feels like a lie. So I'm, I never have liked that. It's a part of parenting that I find the most troublesome in any event. So as the shit softened, as they got a little bit older, once they finally firmly exhibited to me that they had long since known about this and were still just playing a game, right, as lightly as we're playing it, very, very thinly, then I would take the individual child to the side and I, they will say, we'll have a conversation about it. And I've never admitted to any of them that Santa is or is not real. I will c- refuse to confirm or deny. I won't. I won't. I won't say it. All I say is when you get to a certain age, you get to be Santa. That's why it's fun. That's why we do this. Because you get to be, I'm going to start to cry. You get to be the person who makes magic happen for someone else in secret and don't get caught. Like that's to me what Santa is about. Santa is about this idea of I'm putting good into the world. I'm not getting credit and I'm making somebody else have a little sparkle of magic and not know why. That's the point of it. So when you can look at a teen boy and say your job is not to talk about this with somebody else, but to be the Santa for somebody else. And so they would go and do the special Christmas tree. Like you can pick a gift from a a Christmas tree for an organization and give somebody a gift. Sure. Like all those. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, they, Or they would go and go bowling with some kids. Like whatever the fuck they would do, right? That's what it's about. So if there's any killing of the fantasy, yeah, that's how I loop you in to the fantasy. But again, it's not, I don't know anyone other than Leanne who really owns this shit in a way and even the people who say let's keep christ in christmas i wish you would Santa's all over their fucking house i wish yeah. you would because little jewish kids want nothing to fucking do with christ if you kept christ in christmas we would be tov ma'od we would be very good with you what's tov ma'od very good look the what's j- tov ma'od it means Does that mean t- very good it kind of feels like fuck you it's <laughs> oh, hilarious no. No, but but Jews do something <laughs> differently. We we uh, you know the term mitzvah, right? You yes, know that yes, term. Yes, there a good work. Yes, and there are levels to it. The levels, the highest level of a mitzvah is what you just said. You said it's the magic. It's not putting your name on it. It's not anybody knowing you did the thing, the good thing. The highest level of a of a mitzvah. Is, is to do something good and not get caught. Ano- yes, anonymously, yeah. So 
I get that. And I love your concept of making your children the ones who are now responsible for putting the magic out there or or empowering them with the ability to do it. It's not their responsibility. It's it's yeah, in their yeah. it's they're power. invited to participate if they want. They're yeah. in they're at the table. They're invited to participate. Um I honestly feel, you know, we hit that bar bomb. It's we are in we're at the table. We're invited to participate. And when you do something delightful and say, I did that, it's still a mitzvah. It's just the lowest fucking level of mitzvah that you could do, taking credit for because you Thanks get for that good work, you greedy bastard. Yeah, dick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so doing it anonymously. And I, I feel like that is so lost. Your beautiful definition of it is so lost in the celebration of Christmas that at least this year I've witnessed and, uh, you know, every other year past. Uh, I'm tired of asking other people to perpetuate your magic. Let that be your family thing like your family does. I love that. And it's individualized and personalized. And it gets really back to everything else being your your choice of what you'd like to do. I'm not, I'm not keeping, oh, is Santa... Fuck you. I know you're six. I don't care. Fuck you. I don't care what Santa you think brought you this year. I don't know I'm how I, I'm trying to relate bah humbug. something. I'm trying to relate something in my life. And it's it's I say this hat in hand. I say this as a way for myself to be self-aware and to learn because it's going to come out super shitty. Can't and it's wait. It's reality. Oh, I can't so, wait. I'm trying to relate to a minority I mean I know I'm a woman but I relate to a minority position in my life I speak English I'm from America we go around the world and people who don't speak our language speak our language for me I go to any culture any country in the world and I look at them I don't expect them to I'm still I'm still a little embarrassed and profoundly grateful that their first thing is to look at me, greet me in their native tongue, and then immediately start speaking English because they know either I can't be bothered or I just fucking don't have it. I can't right? be bothered. And they know that well, just by looking at me. How many Polish people have come into your town and looked at you and expected you to speak Polish? None. You know, how many Spanish people? How many Russian people? How many Chinese people? How many Japanese people? I pick somebody else. How many African people have come in? Is there an African dialect? Lots of what's, them. What's, Tons I'm, of I'd them. I'd have to. I, Africa is not a language, so I just blew that one. But you see what I'm saying? People don't come from other parts of the world, look at you, and say, Unda punta. Stop now. Stop now. I'm going to stop you. I'm trying to make as many sounds from other languages that I don't know as possible. We don't do it. So I don't have that. Right. So I don't I'm trying to relate to this Jewish culture in the sense that everyone around at this time of year is doing something you ain't doing. Yeah. Because it doesn't work for my language. That doesn't work for my. What? What? Where is it? No, everybody accommodates to me. Like, I'm trying to think. Um, can you put <laughs> down I your privilege Santa. flag? I got, <laughs> I got English. I got Santa. I got white. I got, I got ice cream. Mm, I got ice cream. <laughs> I got USA, which we don't even deserve the seat. We sitting in, but still fucking sitting there. Fuck off. I mean, what's left? Privilege. Surely- it's your privilege that you are just Fuck. sharing. <laughs> I don't, I don't, don't get, this is, this is, you can get as mad as you like, but the reality is I don't feel privileged. Like I'm, cause I still look around and I'm like, if you want to talk about privilege, take a look at people that got something. I don't have something. You have everything. And that's, that's such I do. You I have super everything. Do. I have Santa. Look what I have. Who like, could ask for joke. anything more? What a fucking joke. <laughs> 
Boy, I'm really going to get it. Let's make uh, a video of Santa. the very first and, <laughs> and most most fuck you with terrible feedback. Yeah, let's let's fuck yourself hard for the first time we want to do this. Perhaps we will not put this part on TikTok. <laughs> shit, shit, dick, yes. which fuck suck. So I'm not saying I, I come from wild privilege as well. I understand that. And I don't even give a shit that the whole world is celebrating something that we're not, right? I don't care. You want to move to, hey, take New Year's Eve. Okay, you want to shift to move over there? It's New Year's Eve. Um, there is a joy in watching Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper kind of get drunk or try to oh or God. bring back oh the my alcohol. God. Enjoyable. I'm going to stop you. I'm going to stop you because Anderson Cooper has the world's most fifth grade perverted laugh that you have ever heard in your life. I'm like, brother, how'd you get so stunted? Like, and they're not even funny. Like, this, there was a cat's butt. On TV. I watched so it. Thing- I was watching what okay. you were watching. John Mayer was in Japan and there he was in a cat cafe and he knew how ridiculous what was happening was. And he went ahead and, and like right here <laughs> on the screen in front of the camera. Butthole. Was was the booty mixcuti of the cat going like this. The anal wink. <laughs> in this in the screen. And Anderson Cooper started going. <laughs> Like it was the weirdest fucking laugh. And I'm like, I just, brother, how did, first of all, I have heard him say before, and I find this to be the perfect description of himself. He said, if I didn't wear these glasses, I would be transparent. Oh, yeah. I'm so completely white. You could not see me at all. And it's the first time I really looked at him and realized his skin is like milk paint. It is so white. And his hair is so white. He's translucent. So he's standing there. Yeah. He's standing there as this little ivory pillar, right? <laughs> Born of born of privileged, earned even more still on top right? of it. Standing yeah. there, made yes, you took what he had and amplified it. Good for you. And guess what? He stands there and he's like, <laughs> like I just don't. How do you not know how to act in the world with all you got? Stop it. And his friend Andy Cohen is the worst of the worst in terms of he's so hilarious. I it, because he. I think understands about himself that he's just gawking at everybody. He is like, if there's gossip, tell it to me now. He's walking TMZ. All he wants to do is study other people so that he can pick, 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 and talk, 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 and gossip, and come sit by me at the lunch table because I just want to gossip, 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 gossip. Like, I don't even understand how the two of them are friends because I don't think Anderson understands gossip. I think it has to be explained to him. Like, he's just so straight up and down. What's wrong? I think that's part of what's so delightful about Anderson Cooper is that he's business, right? He's the business <laughs> side of that pairing, and he's he's brilliant. Like, he's v- incredibly smart, and he's... I understand we're going to be drinking this liquid. It's in a very small <laughs> glass. It's clear. Sure. I can see that it's clear. It has some viscosity to it. Oh, yeah. the taste is very raw. Very... What is this? I believe it's called vodka. Yowza. Hee! <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird because, like you said, he's serious and he's focused. He's like, and this liquid, it, it has an essence uh, uh, of rubbing alcohol. And as I <laughs> speaking with the, speaking with the prime minister in five minutes, but for now we're going to be talking about talking to Nicki Minaj and her, you know, tippy toe high heel tit shoes or whatever. Isn't the fuck that she's what's wearing. so delightful about him that he will speak with world beaters, world leaders, world? conquer and then sure. turn around to Andy who just 
finished pulling extensions off the stage of Real Housewives who just From had a, a throwdown with a butthole. Yes, yes. a throwdown. And and Andy Cohen oh who 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 gets high with John Mayer um, and tours with the Grateful Dead ish or the rest of them or whatever whoever's left touring uh, or goes to fish <laughs> with him whatever it is and then stands next to this man like he throws shade he's they're both delightful in their own careers and together they're fucking fascinating they really are they are fascinating humans I love them (laughs) together and everybody's like oh you guys together and they're like no we're not each other's type we absolutely adopted kids at the same time I think they tried it I think they tried it at one point and then they were like yeah this shit's not gonna not gonna you are not for me uh, basically, because of all the reasons we just described about both of those humans being polar yeah. opposites. But yeah, delightful. Okay. I'm on a path of self-improvement. And if you're not on a path of self-improvement, what path are you fucking on? Self-destruction? Other destruction? Other improvement? Like, what, what other path could you be on if you're not on self-improvement? There is so much to unpack, to quote you, in that sentence. What path are you on for 2024? This really feeds in perfectly. Um, Okay, you are on a path to improvement. And all of the, "Mm, did you make any resolutions this year? Conversations that I've been hearing have all been about that, have been about journaling, have been about um, meditation. They've been about your self-improvement concept. Right, 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 right. So I did, of the many and perhaps too many intentions that I set for 2024 one the very first day I already blew it like already I didn't do it like I was going to do something every single day and I didn't do it but I had multiple do this every single days and I did one of the multiple so that leads me to and it was walk 10,000 steps I want to walk 10,000 steps every single day because the only the only way to get that done is to consciously do it and here's what I mean I don't mean look down at my phone which is the only way I track this I don't do a right and see, are there 10,000 steps? I don't mean that. I mean, thoughtfully say, this is when I'm embarking on my 10,000 steps and I'm going to go do them and then come back. And then anything I get over that is a bonus. That was my intention. Oh, okay. So it's fitness. So I may have, yeah, I may have, because of all the walking I did, I may have hit it. I, it'd be surprising if but I not intentionally. didn't know it. No, and so I didn't do either one, right? And I got in the bed last night and I thought, you really should go upstairs and get on the treadmill and just do it. And then I also said, or you could practice self-compassion. And you could decide that's on the list, too, of resolutions for people. (laughs) You could decide that coming up with a rigid must do every day is not the way that you're going to like you're just setting yourself up for um, it could be success, but it's also at what cost. So that was one that I I didn't prioritize it for that day. And I did a lot of other things that were very important. So I felt like that was I'm moving in the right direction. Are you just just, trying to be gentle? Are you just using your health app for that? Or do you have an app that you're using to track 10,000 steps a day? I was using my brain to actually make my feet move. And I didn't do either one of those two things. So getting to some kind of technology that's going to record it, that's downstream of me doing the action. I'll just, I think I'm just going to carry my phone in my ass pocket. Yeah. And then waka, 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 yeah. waka. Everywhere and then you I'll, go. as I get into it and as I start building up consistency and a head of steam and all this other stuff. I listened to the Mel Robbins podcast. I have started listening to the Mel Robbins podcast and she is way too aggressive for me but in a helpful way. So I take her to a point and then I tell her, just shut up, Mel. Because she's not nice. She's not a nice person. She's a successful person who doesn't want to hear it, right? 
And I like successful people who also believe that some days rest and doing nothing is just as successful and valuable as walking 10,000 Well, if she steps. doesn't feel that, that way, person. well, then she's not no. your guru. Then she's not for you. She doesn't feel that She doesn't feel that way in the sense that she has a list of non-negotiables that she prioritizes. She prioritizes rest, but she also says there are things that you just don't want to do, and telling yourself that it's okay to do it another day is a bunch of bullshit. I mean, she says the truth, which I don't always like to hear. So... Who does? There are, there are a couple people that I look to in business and in, in that, that that are really hard liners and it works for them. And I have I guess I have hard lines on other things that I'm not aware of because there are things I want to get it to a place where I don't think about blinking. I don't think about breathing. I don't worry about how many times I go to the bathroom. I don't track it. I don't think about it. I don't wake up on vacation and think. I'm going to have to go to the bathroom three times today and probably like, I don't, do you know what I mean? So I want exercise to be, I want it to be an automatic part of my life that doesn't go away. That happens every day that I just do it because it's part of living. It's part of who I am as a person is getting up and having sunlight first thing in the morning, right? A little bit of cold exposure. Do you remember, do you remember Tamagotchi's? I never got into them, but I do remember them. Yeah. So my daughter, they have too much pressure. Also, yeah, no, you're not wrong. My daughter also uh, has decided to to better herself in this way, right? So she and I, yes. So she and I have been doing this like walking app, right? And it tells you when nice. you hit 10,000 steps, you plant a tree and then you get to plant it in this. Um, oh, a pretend tree. A pretend tree. And then after so many trees, it plants a real tree for you. And you can use points there to get things. Like it's a whole thing, right? So a year ago, we started doing that together. I think I remember this. Yeah, we have like 200 trees in our grove, and it's grown, and you get new terrain, and it builds out. Great, great, great. Okay, and you can remove plastic from the ocean. Like, it's a really, it's an environmental plus. So this morning, she sits down on the couch over yonder, and she says, oh, gosh, I have to remember to do these three tasks, or the bird is going to get it. And I said, could you clarify what the fuck you're talking about because I don't bird and I think Table you know leg that. ping pong. Yeah. So <laughs> I, so I said, carry on. And she has another app and it's like the Tamagotchi where if she puts in like five tasks that she needs to do, she has to do them regularly. She gets credit for them. It snacks, treats or feeds or waters her, her bird or her animal. And if she doesn't, there's like a remind. You can choose to turn on reminders. That's like, uh, bitch, I'm fucking starving. Could you like, is this thing on? Like desperately trying. So she's like, I have to go make my bed. And I said, da da, come again. And she said, well, if I don't make my bed and complete these tasks, the bird's gonna get it. This fancy so bird dies. Yeah, yeah. So Welcome that's to what Santa we're Claus with. culture. So that's Welcome what to she's Santa working Claus culture. With. So I'm like, uh, do you want me to move that elf off the shelf for you? Like what? So she's she made her bed. She had a healthy breakfast. She Whatever did it takes. Cl- Whatever it takes. I love, 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 love this. I love this. That's so, what I was saying before. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, so she's going to Greece in five days. And I'm like, are you going to kill this bird? Is this bird my responsibility once you like it's not a real bird. Let's be clear. It's. A cartoon bird that's like walking and whistling on her app. And if you keep up, he's fine. He grows, has a good life. 
So she leaves in five days for Greece, and I think I'm going to throw up. Who's she going with? Let me just explain uh, before I say that, if, unless you cut this out. I was like, ping pong, table leg. This is what my niece does, and I'm fresh from coming back from seeing her over the holidays. Yeah. When all the men start talking about sports, and it's just like, whoop, bong, don't have any bong. idea what you're saying. So she'll start saying random words, because basically her. that's her way of saying back to you, like, this is what I'm hearing you say. There's a foreign so language go, you're speaking. I'm going to go, speak a she'll foreign go, She'll say things like this, chocolate chip doorknob, TV remote, <laughs> books library, pickle Spanish, fantastic Chinese food. Like she'll just say, you know, rubber ducky. She'll just say all this shit like I have no the fuck idea what you were saying to me. So that's how I felt. About As opposed to Talk you about who just yes. walked into this recording wearing your Michigan shirt after the huge win last night onto the championship. Who's ball? Yeah, so Michigan, uh huh, beat Alabama, skin of their oh teeth in overtime. Oh my god! Um, oh my god! Oh my god! We had so many people over accidentally. It ended up being this whole big thing. Things Melissa we would had, never say. We had our friend invite himself and his family over to watch the game, so I would cook them dinner. Like he told us this smart, long in advance. Smart, he's like, smart. He's like, hey, how about we all come over to your house? It's like, great. So it's fine. It's it's fine. It's a dinner for for nine people. I, I saw your no pictures of what you served. That was food for nine people. That so was anyway. food for 30 people, but okay. So anyway, find out New Year's Eve when we're supposed to go over to their house for a little small gathering, right? We all had stuff that we were doing for dinner separately, so it's like, okay, we'll just get together for the ball drop and have a cocktail, whatever. They came home from their dinner with food poisoning, both of them. They had that norovirus thing that's going around that feels like food poisoning, where yeah so it was that's awful it's like you're not coming over here and we already know from having it it's a full 28 hours so we're like yeah dinner's off i bought lobster i bought steaks steaks will keep but lobster doesn't really keep those steaks look so good (sighs) so anyway i was like well here we go and the middle child the one who eats like this at college anyway starts hey can i call um, you know, Billy Bob, who's a what's it? I'm like, sure. So next thing I know, we're down five. There are Let's like five. six. There are like six teens in the kitchen, and all of them. My son is the shortest among them, and he's six two. So they're giants, and they're, so it's like the football team on TV, the football team in my kitchen, and they're all just like, blah, 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 blah. they went crazy and ate it all. So I'm like, okay, so I guess that worked out for me. Why was I telling you this before we started talking about Michigan football? We were talking about Greece because I want to hear. Who and how and when and why and what? Is she going by herself? This is, is the 100th year of University of Delaware's travel abroad. It's the 100th Yay. year. They were the very first to do this, and um, others probably do it better now, but we're still they are still doing it, and my kids The first leaves. date. The first date. The first to get the fuck out of their state. <laughs> Coincidence? I don't think so. So they, she leaves on... Sunday for 23 days of holy that's a lot of days it's a winter session class it's one class they kind of made their own um I thought it was a vacation they made their own syllabus they're going to be around Athens they chose there she just ordered the Iliad and the Odyssey to read I'm like you know I have seven copies of those I was gonna say I I got up on the shelf there they're everywhere she goes "Mm, they want this version of it I'm like okay do they yeah, i can't are they are they paying are they buying it for you so i was yeah. like uh 
I'll bet you I have one of those versions. Like, what do you mean this version? Yeah, is it English? Was it translated? Then it's the same. Ver- okay, that's fine. You do you. Sure, sure. That's where the privilege comes in. Go on Amazon and buy a newer version of this book that we've all read several times. And so she she has her literature. She is now trying to pack, looking for the appropriate size. I'm only allowed 50 pounds. I'm like, I think you could three weeks in 50 pounds. Like you're not one to travel with a lot of products or hairdryer. I think you got this. And it's, there's like travel. Yeah, her clothes probably weigh like a third of an ounce. She's so tiny. She's tiny. And at that age, they wear very small clothes. Very small clothes. I'm bringing layers. I'm like, you should, because it's not going to be hot. So yeah, you absolutely should. So she's leaving. And then seven days later, the boy leaves for Sydney. And he goes for a whole semester he again, right? He goes for, same, same as your kid. Like, he's doing the prog trip to Sydney, Australia. So, okay. I'm going to have I know that kids. you're going. I actually want to go. And nobody wants to go with me. I, there's also this thing where I wasn't invited by you. But um, I don't let those things stop me. So, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I looked at, we're going to talk all around this. And we're going to, that's centered on him going to Australia. <clears throat> Looking back in 2023... The amount of trips that I took where I felt like it was a lot of busyness, but I didn't necessarily feel like it was all trip centric. I took a lot of really big trips. Like I didn't realize how many I took until I actually looked at it and I like it. So now I was out of the country three times. You were. It was crazy. How did that fucking happen? I know. What? So let's keep doing it. Let's see. Why are we not doing this all the time? I feel like we should just keep doing this because I can't afford it on any level. Physically, that's why. Financially, <laughs> that's why we don't keep doing this. Emotionally, you know what though? What am I saving it for? Is my mental health going to get better? Well, for no. me, it was my Are physical my finances health. going to get better? No, no, no. Are is my physical health going to get better? That's my issue. I could be walking issue. on a beach in Greece. I could be walking on a beach in Greece, or I could be walking around this neighborhood for Pick your ten thousand steps. Yeah, I thought that because I am going. I did book a flight to go to Australia to see the boy when he's away. And my reasoning was, it's kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity, one. Yeah. And number two, I'm not going to go otherwise, if not to visit my, a piece of my heart, which has actually been ripped out of my chest and flown for me to go fetch in Australia. And that's what I'm doing. I'm playing fetch. So when I get there, I will be broken because I have a disc out and I have arthritis in my back and I'm a fucking mess and I get it, but I'm not getting any better. It was... My Nana saying, it's only going to get worse. Oh, honey, I'll come see you as soon as I'm like, as soon as what are you healing? You're 99 years old. Nothing's getting better. I am 51. I am not healing my like it's not Santa will not make this better. So get on the plane and go do. And in my head, well, I also have this weird pride in the fact that I have flown to Europe. I've whatever flown here, there. I've never used an airplane bathroom in my life. Good girl. So, twenty four hours on a flight. I've only used it. I've only used it twice, ever. My whole that's life pretty twice. good, especially considering how much we've just decided you travel. But for a twenty four hour flight, <laughs> I'm gonna know that potty pretty well. Like I'm me again. <laughs> Remember this ass? Like yay, let's do it. The surprising. They're surprisingly luxurious. They're much bigger than you fear they are. I I thought it was gonna be really. 
Well, I just was on one, and I, I wasn't even going to go in there, but I was like, let me just, I'm, I don't need to be You flew well, though. You didn't fly, like, douchebag plus, which is the but level I used, at which I'm I just, flying. I just used, I just used, I actually stood up and walked backwards, so I can't imagine that there's a nicer one behind me than there is in front of me. Like, I, do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like they're all the same, kind of. All right, well, I'll know. be the judge, man. I flew, I don't, I, I flew full first class when I went to Italy, a hundred percent first and I didn't use points. I fucking paid for it, which is the stupidest thing anyone could ever do, but it was great and I loved it and it made a lot of sense. And I stepped off the plane and I was a million bucks and ready to go fully rested, happy. And it's, it bought me an extra day on the trip. So that's how I look at it. Right. And then I flew this last time, something called, it's like business class. It's called comfort plus. And it honestly, it's the same. Because what you're missing out on is the seat doesn't go all the way back. You don't get to lie flat, but you're pretty much lying down. You got tons of room. They give you a nice meal with nice forks. They bring you a napkin, like a tablecloth for your... They do all the fucking... It's so close. I don't know why anybody would... Anyway, so the bathroom that I remember in first class maybe was a little bit bigger, but this one that I just had was just a normal... I feel like it was a normal bathroom, and it just seemed bigger bigger than a mobile home bathroom. I don't know how many bathrooms I've been in boats or whatever, but <laughs> it was bigger. Boat I don't bathroom? spend a lot of time in I don't spend a lot of time in bathrooms. I'll tell you where I did go. I went to bathrooms in Prague and this is one of the many things that they do so much better than us. You can't go there is no free bathroom. You can't go. There's no public bathroom. Okay. You pay for it. Yeah. Everything is paid. I hated that about Europe. There's only a few. They are in not all the world's most convenient locations, but they're they are like a surgical suite. It is so fucking clean in there. It is pristinely clean, fully stocked, comfortable, peaceful, large, with doors that go all the way to the ceiling and all the way to the floor. So you could go in there and do whatever the fuck you need to do in there without people like looking through the cracks and seeing all your... What are you doing in there? Just going to the bathroom. But I'm not a fan of typical throughout America bathrooms, which are metal stalls, literally, with gaps on all sides of the hinged door and a two-foot gap from the floor to the thing. So when you sit down, like, you can, I can see a whole lot. Which means a whole lot can see you. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, why do we put a door up here? If we're just going to pretend like, let's all go to the cattle trough, then just leave it open. Let's all go to the party. Let's all go to the party. I don't feel like urine talk is really what we need to be doing on this podcast. I'm just saying, I'm excited for you to go to... That makes one of us. It's called, it's called Australia. I'm excited for you to go to Australia. And I've not gone to Australia or New Zealand or Z- Fiji land or anything. Just of these come places. with us. This is what you're looking for. Just come with yes! us. <laughs> Can't afford it. Don't care going anyway. Just I mean, that's come with thing. us. Grab Brian. Brian! And he come with go. us. He won't go. Can you he yell Brian He's... for me? No, it hurts my heart. Why? I love it so much. <laughs> He's not home. So and much. now the kids are going to be like, he's at work. He's not here. What are you, what are you stupid? He's at work. Why aren't you at work? All right. Anyway. We had another etiquette question in our house. Um, <laughs> and I come to you for etiquette because whether you give me the right answer and I'm like, oh, obviously that's the right etiquette. Or you give me an answer that I can clearly identify as that's dumb. And I know that's not it. Like either way, it's the flip the coin. You know what you wanted of those two choices by what the coin says etiquette uh yes. on the microwave i have several etiquette questions for you etiquette by amy ding by amy 
Um, <laughs> that's our new jingle by me. Uh, so the microwave. Mm-hmm. I never know how long to put anything in the microwave. I usually choose an odd number. Most people choose even numbers. Not surprising to you. I'm an odd human. I choose odd numbers for things to end on, to begin with, to whatever. What do you do? I always open it before the beeps because I don't like the beeps. It's part of my ADHD. It's fine. Um, But I have to hit clear afterwards or you don't see the time and you just see 13 seconds remaining. That in this house seems to be a problem for the other inhabitants. I don't understand why. It's a very simple rule. I have my own crazy. I don't infl- I don't project it onto anyone else or inflict anyone with my crazy. In your house, is there always a number other than the clock on the microwave? Are you trying to tell me <laughs> oh, no. that after you do your Beep. Little, little, you know, neurotic dance right. of cooking whatever you're cooking. Reheating. I don't you cook. leave You leave the machine in a fugue state. Are you trying to tell me that you don't reset? You don't reset it? And you think this is not you forcing your trauma on others? I'm just checking <laughs> in to make sure I have it set. Did I hear it correctly? Did I miss a piece? Did I miss a piece? I stop it at an odd number because I don't want to hear the beep. Problem Shut number your one. Fucking mouth machine. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's 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 problem number one. Okay. okay next. Um, and then I have to check and see if it was long enough, right? To, to have yeah. heated something in there. And usually it's not, and I put it back in and I hit stop and I redo an odd number and I put it in. But my issue is I don't like looking at the microwave when somebody else has heated something and not seeing the clock. So I have to cancel it out when I'm done. I don't let it beep, but I have to cancel it out so it has the clock on it. Not everybody in my house feels that way and leaves it with like, uh, even worse, if it's an even number just sitting there and the door's kind of ajar and the light's on. Is there okay, microwave etiquette? Stop, stop it, stop <laughs> it, stop it. There's too much fucking chaos. Stop it. I can't even keep up with you crack heads. Now stop. I'm yeah. very upset now. Okay. Slow down. Okay. And do you use here's, a top sheet? Stop. <laughs> stop it. Yes. Yes. When you go to a fucking hotel, there's a sheet on the bed. Okay? Don't come at me with, in Europe, they like to do it this way. No, they don't. Stay at a hotel. It's not run by a bunch of fucking <laughs> vagrants. And you'll have a sheet on the bed made of sheet material so they can wash it because they're not gross. Okay. Just stick with the microwave. Stick with Focus on the microwave. Microwave. Okay. Microwave. Okay. Here's how we go. Okay. Number one. You're trying to cook something in the microwave, so we saunter up to the microwave. Yeah. How do you find it? How do you find How what? do you find it? When you approach the oh. unused, vacant microwave. Right. That's my issue. I find it. How do you find it? How do you find it? What's in it? Nothing. What's on the What's on the screen? The door is closed, fully closed. Because now uh, I feel like I have to ask this question. Or is it a jar? A like we're in the Sixth Sense movie. It depends. If I'm the first one in the kitchen, the door is closed. If it's six, if it's not, if I'm not ah! the first one in the kitchen. Ah! <laughs> you mean to tell me, stop The it. light is on inside. Back. We got to go back to one. We're going back to the part one. Part one. Do you ever You're have to, to tell replace me, I, the light bulb ha, in ha, your microwave? Ha, ha. <laughs> Do you know no. there's a special Number microwave one. light bulb that you have No, no. Not in the history of my adult <laughs> life. I have never, ever, not in my whole life. Okay, so number one, you're telling me yeah. that in your house, yeah. you walk up to, you walk into your kitchen space. Yeah. Hey, kitchen, what's up? Hi, it's good to see you. I love you. What's, what's up? up, kitchen? You and keep now, all the best food. Yeah. The door of the microwave is somehow open. Do you leave your refrigerator door open as well? No. 
Do you leave your cabinet doors open? No. no. Do you leave the trash can door open? Do you leave the pantry door open? I, I mean, do you leave the back door open? Do you, what are you doing? Do you leave the oven door open? Is no. the dishwasher open? No. Okay. Is the bread box open? No. 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 Mm-mm. None of those. Is the coffee are open. filter pulled out and everything open? Out. Out. No. Where everybody's out. Nothing's no. out. Nothing's out. Nothing's out. Except <laughs> for the microwave. <laughs> Which this is only happens when kids are home. It never happens normally when so, they're away. So what happened? They decide to cook something, and then like Robin Williams checking those plants in the refrigerator from that fucking brain movie just walks around with the refrigerator wide open. So they just leave it. I've cooked my food. Now the servants will come and <laughs> close this door for me. They can't close a fucking door. The door is ajar. It's not latched. The door is ajar. The light is on. The light bulb has been replaced because of this phenomenon. do 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 Phenomenon. And now you're trying to tell me. Yes. So that's a huge problem. It is. Well. And now you're trying problem. to tell me that when you, it's not small. It's a small problem. They're not going to, either they're going to get it or they're not. At this point, we got 19 and 20. It's either going to happen or it's not. It's, and it looks like it's not. Sweetheart, do you go to bed and leave your garage door open? I mean, I have, but it's a horrible do you leave your Do you leave your front door open? Absolutely Do you leave not. your gate? you leave your gate open? No. I know the trauma. No. Thank you. Right, right, right. <laughs> Right. But let's leave that microwave door open. Slam, slam, and then slam, next. Slam, 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 yeah. Slam, slam, slam. And let's not even conclude the microwave event. So I'm going to set it magically. I don't like hearing a beep. So I'm going to set this for six hours because I know I'm going to turn it off after nine seconds. So meanwhile, <laughs> the thing is still up there going. You done? Can I with redo? The door open? Yeah. Yes. With the, with, the, with the door open. I can't do the camera. OK. You're crazy. And I don't want to come stay with you anymore. <laughs> Maybe that was your goal all along. To keep you out of our house? <laughs> this is not, this is, this is so, this is so insane on so many My levels. insanity is the numbers. Theirs is not closing or, or stop ending or, yeah, it's frustrating. Oh, the power goes out and nobody puts the time back on the oven or the microwave. They're both. That's not nice. Nobody I, does that. Have- I'm like, what to, we have cleaners come and help us make our house arguably livable. And when they wipe, <laughs> when they wipe the front of the machine, yeah. they they it the clears. way that they wipe it, they they always it's it's not that they reset the clock, but it stops telling the time. It blinks like oh, interesting. Tell me, tell me what the thing is. And so you have to go in and press like boop 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 boop, and then it's done. And it's back to the you don't have to reset the whole time, but you have to tell it. I would like to see the clock now. Okay, wild I don't know what privilege. What they were doing? Okay, wild privilege. Um, yeah. That happens, and in your brain, that's like an itch you can't scratch. Like, oh, the fucking time. Same thing with me and my microwave. You, do you tell them, hey, do me a favor, just hit this at the end? Do you do you fix that, or do you just roll your eyes and know that's what you have to do every time your house is made livable? I don't, it doesn't cause me any kind of great consternation. It happens when they wipe that device, and it happens when the electricity goes off and comes back on. Like when we have a power outage, a brief power outage, that's it. And I, I think about it, it's like, oh, that has to be reset. I don't, I, it doesn't cause me any kind okay. of crazy concern. If it did, You're more concerned about that. the microwave in my house than you are about <laughs> finding that yeah. time on there. Okay, that's fair. Yes, 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 um, yes. I did. Th- I don't understand how you can live and walk around in the world. I don't. First of all, what are you microwaving? Because if you're, I don't use the microwave really ever. I don't use it I, ever I, either. I use it for so few things. Yeah, I spend more time resetting the clock then, after they clean agree. it than I do using it. I just don't use it. So I stopped using the microwave 
in general when uh, I never really used it in general when I heard that my breast milk could not be put in there because it literally changes the chemical composition of your food yeah. so uh, New Year's Eve we went out to dinner with friends and I brought home leftovers so that's what I used the microwave for I reheated the whole debate was, do I reheat it in the styrofoam container they gave us and then let that melt into my food and die immediately, not having to right. worry about traveling to Australia? Or do it, in, do it in one go. Or do I replate yeah. it and not eat that shit? And yeah, so I did that and that's how I used the microwave for the first as time. As long as you want to be upset and upset others, do you know what the absolute worst thing to put in from a toxic level, toxicity level to put in the microwave is? What do you think it is? Uh, it's not styrofoam. Plastic? Styrofoam? No, plastic? even worse. Even worse than both of those because it contains sort of both of those toxins. It's microwave popcorn. The worst thing you can put in the microwave is microwave popcorn. How? Because of the pa because of the packaging that it's in and the way that they have to solidify the fat so that it'll still work and the length of time that everything is. It is the absolute worst because you're dealing with super high saturated fat, solidified, congealed, that has to reach a smoke point oh to be able God. to pop the popcorn and it's all trapped inside that wax paper bag. So it's like transfer of toxins. It's the worst possible Three thing you could ever toxins. do. Three separate toxins. Look at you. And the, and the method of cooking it from the microwave. Which changes it's that all too. Bad. Uh, all bad. Uh, dear listener, you're welcome. I feel like we just gave you the public service notice for... The year 2024. What if we took that glass pot that I have and you put regular um, popcorn, unpopped popcorn on the That's bottom? That's better. Okay. With with start with start with liquid oil. I put butter not, on the top. Not a not a solid fat. Start with liquid, right? Start with a liquid. Wait, not I was a supposed solid. to put oil in the bottom of that pitcher. Some of them do. Some of them are oil based, and some of them are air pop. I it's air pop, and I just put on the top of the thing. I put butter, yeah. and then it melts into it. I guess that's the oil. That's the oil that it'll. That's fine. Oh that's my fine. god, that's made for this purpose to kill you fastest. Okay, good to know. Thank you. But glass is not. Well, the glass is not the wax paper. You've eliminated a lot of the problem in doing it that way. And how much popcorn do you eat? This is for people who eat a bag of microwave popcorn every day. I like for smart food, but then I wind up in the shitter. Yeah. So that's that doesn't work in, in over my favor. popcorn. I, look, I I, wow. I discovered and I got rid of whatever the problem was. Um, I only brought up top sheets to set you on fire. Amy, did you steal anything this week? I did not. I don't think. Let me think. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do it for fun. Like, uh, here's the thing. I don't steal. Stop it. For fun? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, oh, I, no, I super did. No, I remember. There I super we go. Did no, I super <laughs> didn't. And I'm done with this forever. And here's why. It's a sad tale. You've stumbled. Oh, my God. I have the worst. Sad, I have two of the, the worst sad tales. One of them is hilarious. And the other is just sad. And they both happen at the same time. So I was at a party. At a friend's house who I have not seen in many months. Yeah. She said, come over. We're doing an open house thing. Come over. I want to see you. I want to see you. So I go over there. Great. So I'm standing there. Fortunately, I'm talking to her son, not talking to her. Right. Because of what's about to transpire. Oh, no. So we're standing there and we're chatting. How are you? How's this? Oh, the house looks so lovely. Your decorations, everything's so fun. And the food. Oh, my God. It's so amazing. And gosh, what'd you do with Oreo? Dog's name Oreo. What'd you do with oh, Oreo? Oh, no. Oh, no. He gone. Oreo. Oreo died. I said, what? And he goes, you knew that. Oh, and I no. went, no, I didn't know that. How would I know that? He's like, yes, Oreo was long dead. 
And I was like, wow. What do you mean I, long So I dead? said immediately, I said immediately, immediately changed it. My brain just went, this it? And I said, oh, okay. Change the subject, Amy. Quick, change it, change it. And I said, oh, okay. Well, how's your family? How's your grandmom doing? She died <laughs> in October. And we kept it real quiet because she, you know, we're just, that's the way she, we're just, we haven't even really decided what we're going to do. It's, we're just keeping a family thing. I'm like, what now can I do? And then I got an alert. We, all of us, the whole party, boop, 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 boop. You know how your phone does yeah. one of those things like earthquake, God yeah. rest them and all the things. Okay. It was a co, it was a blue alert. A, um, it what, couldn't have been a code blue, but it was a blue alert. And that meant what we learned, we learned collectively because none of us had ever seen this. It was about an officer, violence against an officer. So coming full circle to my embarrassing world's most embarrassing moment to a very real moment, an off-duty police officer who was at a service station, it's called Sheets, was just at a regular yeah, gas Sheets. station, our version of a Wawa. Yeah. He was just at a Sheets, right? Doing what you do Saturday before New Year's Eve. So the almost the last day of the year, this the penultimate day of the year of 2023, he was off duty, just there, and some idiot teens were stealing beer. And he chased them out to try and stop this, and they shot and killed him over beer. So the alert went out saying, this is the car, this is the whatever, and they found those kids, and their lives are similarly ruined now because they were caught. But at the same time, my God, it just, it, so the whole story we've been telling our kids all weekend long is, not only do you need to, we don't want you driving. It's New Year's Eve. Can you do anything to avoid driving? Can you just stay where you are and we'll get you, whatever. But also, let's just be aware that every single police officer in the county is going to be on edge right now because there are drunk adults. It's a party night. It's a full moon. It's idiotic. And also, they don't fucking deserve this shit. They just don't. So they're not going to play, right? And all of that was what I was telling the kids. But somehow, in my head, I kept thinking, this senseless violence over theft, over something as stupid as I'm going to take this thing because I don't think it matters. But guess what? Now your life is gone. So it's just, and a, it's just a quick reminder. Well, I, I, I don't even know because I won't read the story because I don't need the, the more I learn about it, the sadder I get. It doesn't yeah. make it any better for anybody. So, but it was, they were, um, I call them late teens, early adults, whatever they were. So, and now they're not anything because you don't get to kill a cop. <laughs> right. Well, how's that going to work? So getting back to stealing, stealing is never okay. <laughs> back to it's me. It's never been, it's never Don't been okay. Steal. Shop, shoplifting is not a joke. It's not fun. It's not funny. I didn't do it because it was fun or funny. I worked in retail and that gave me a different perspective in the same way that I pretend that people who work food service, people who work wait staff, who work restaurant business, have it, who work bartending, have a different idea of that whole world, giving a drink away, right? Um, taking food for yourself. Yeah, it's lost. All the, it's in the, the budget. Cu the culture, the culture there, when you were an employee of that industry, you take liberties. And I took those liberties at the time, and that translated into a mental state where I would feel comfortable taking more liberties than I should. And I don't do that anymore. I stopped doing it immediately when I had kids because I didn't want to tell them or show them that this is okay. And then now that they're old enough to be idiots, it's just like I've slid back into, I'm going to steal this bag of ice because fuck you. I'm tired and it's water. I'm taking it. Right. And that's not okay. That's not okay. 
It's not okay. So I don't do it. I don't steal shoes. I don't steal things. I don't steal. You just making a list of things you took in 2023. I don't steal necklaces. <laughs> I don't steal luggage. I don't steal any of the fucking things. I don't steal plants. Brian. I should think that all I theft and all stealing that's is bad. bad. I've, that's 2024. I'm moving in that. So that's the thing. I learned so much in 2023. I learned that I lose control of my body every time. They started calling me biohazard Amy, and I didn't realize this, and I didn't like it, but it's also accurate. You don't know. You didn't start this? I figured it came from you. I did Why not come from your- me. I did not know that. That's me. Biohazard. Biohazard I mean, Amy. I've, because well, I've watched you soak every floor, trip, but <laughs> Every trip that I go on, every trip that I go on, I would have some sort of physical meltdown. And it's like... I don't need to get into all of it because there's explanations <laughs> for all. Of, no, I mean, there's explanations. For we all don't of have them. time for that. So all I'm trying to say is after I did this three times in a row, I said, you know what? There's a pattern there. And I don't like that pattern. I don't like what. And it's what I'm talking about is I would throw up all over people or I would wet my pants in, all over the people or like in public. Like I did this a lot and none of it was connected to incontinence or drunkenness it was laughter none of it uh some no. drunken laughter one one was because i was high and i thought to myself right this one is the one that really tipped the scales for me i was super high and i started laughing so hard we all started laughing that i couldn't control myself from laughing and i knew that i was going to tinkle a little bit and i stood up <laughs> Because I didn't want to pee all over the chair. I was in a dining room with other people at a party wearing a dress. So I stood up because I thought, don't ruin this upholstery. So I stood up and the pee started to flow. And then in my high state, I thought, well, don't walk to the bathroom because you'll leave a trail of pee. So I stood there and laughed and went and pissed a giant puddle all over myself, my, my feet, my shoes, my friends in the dining room next to the buffet. That's how I did it. That's how I did it. And I laughed. I didn't make any attempt to move. And it wasn't because my brain was working. I did it because (laughs) I made a decision. No, it wasn't incontinence. Like, I could have stopped it. But I mentally thought to myself, just don't move and you'll be fine. Like, I just thought somehow if I went into freeze mode that I could control it. Like, it would be better to have a single thing of piss. That's what my brother does when his kids would vomit when they were little. If they started to throw up, he would have them throw up in the bed. He would like, don't move, just throw up in the bed. And then he would immediately gather up all the sheets with the puke in it. And then he doesn't have puke on the carpet, puke in the hallway, puke down the walls. Like that's his thought. So my brain went to, if I stand still, that's less piss all over this people's house. Because I didn't even think like, maybe don't pee in front of the food in the dining room. <laughs> so anyway, so here's, so I, I figured out there's a pattern that biohazard Amy is not what, that's not for me. That's not for me. So I started doing some things differently. I started setting a timer on my phone and every three hours the timer will go off and it'll say the timer, do you need to use the bathroom? And then I would check in with my body. And if I did, I would go. So there's not this giant storehouse of piss because otherwise the other thing that happened that moment when I peed all over myself and everybody else, I hadn't gone to the bathroom since 6.45 that morning, and this was 4.30 in the afternoon. So I had a full day's worth of bladder ready and loaded up, and I'd been drinking a lot of alcohol, and I told you I was a little high. So I had a nice full belly full of steaming urine, and I pissed it out all over myself and others. And I'm not doing that anymore because now I do the three-hour plan where I check it. That's why I use that airline toilet. I would have never gotten into the toilet on the airplane, but I thought you could pee yourself in the seat, and you don't want that. So go and use the toilet. We haven't really discussed resolutions, um, but this is Amy's first. 
Next, I'm learning. Next week, I'm we're going to learn how to be a good person. We're going to hit up the resolutions. Dear listener, um, I thought you might want to see Amy do a 30 seconds with Amy. And I'm making it a super easy one for her because you say it. No, it's super oh, easy. It's it's super easy. It's a finite number of items. And I think you can get all of them. Can you get them all in 30 seconds? No. But let's see how many you can get. Oh, look at you stressing out. In 30 seconds, sweet, sweet Amy, can you name as many of this item as you can to receive my love? Um, on your mark. You are going to be naming states. Go. Delaware, Alabama, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, uh, I think I already said New York, Michigan, Wisconsin, Kansas, Kentucky, Mississippi, somebody in the middle, Louisiana, Texas, stop. California. Stop, 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 stop. 24. Have you ever gotten 24 of anything in this no! game in your life? No! That was pretty great. And you were only limited by time because you were really armed and dangerous. Yes. Fuck yeah. Fuck Thank God yeah. you didn't say countries. All right. I love it. No, you've been to so many. You would do great. It would just be embarrassing for the last seven seconds where you're like, um. I forget the places I've been. That's the, well, you don't want to, we're out of time. But I'll tell you, this is going to be good because now you've shit to look forward to in terms of all the shit we're going to do in 2024 because we're all looking forward. It's very exciting. Well, I'm so excited for you. There's no reason to look back except why? Uh, <clears throat> to see how far to, you've come. The only reason say, to, to improve. Look back. Yeah. No, no, no. And, and yes, we do want progress. To look not back perfection. and see if Santa is there. It's not my fucking job to lie to your children. I spread magic in my ways. You spread magic in your ways. Don't ooze your weird Santa magic on me. We love you guys. We are grateful for That's you true. coming out. If you would like to um, share with us how disappointed you are in us for any reason. Because that seems to be the only reason people write us is to share their disappointment. Amy has a finger for you, but I have an address. It's brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at listenbrilliant. I mean, you could go to Facebook. I'll answer you there. Uh, Brillob Squad is our elite group. But if you just want to go, Brilliant Observations, check us out. Check everything out. And check it out. You might see this on TikTok. We didn't do any fun dances, but we are here. We're queer, and we're here to stay. That's right. Just be Lick it up! I just-